Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. I think that there are a lot of times people are not aware of what they actually have access to. Mm -hmm. So they should take advantage of making sure that they are putting down every detail on their PDI. And then even going forward as issues come up, checking in with their realtors if they're not sure or going on to the website to see, is this issue something that I can speak to Terry on about? Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. Hi, everyone. My name is Nicholas. I am your co-host today at TR Talks. I am with Gita and Rajiv Rajpal, who will be talking to us today about the webinar that we just participated. Very, very interesting. Didn't you guys find the Terion webinar that we, I was about to say, assisted today? We didn't assist, we attended. It was so full of valuable information. Absolutely. Like 20 years in the business myself, selling so many pre-constructions and going through occupancy and PDIs. Can't imagine that, you know, so much still have to be learned. Yes. So for those who don't know, Terion warranty is basically a warranty that helps protect you consumers and regulates new homes when purchasing through directly from a builder. And by law, this is mandatory. So all new homes built in Ontario are provided with this warranty by the builder. Not necessarily, Nick, because there are some homes, True. if a homeowner is building for themselves, if I'm a builder or I'm getting with myself, then it will not be covered by the warranty. There are some um, exclusions. Yeah, exclusions are there. Or previously occupied homes, you know, that are built by a builder who rents the home before even sold. So those kinds are not covered by the Terrion warranty. So let's talk about what types of construction are included and have warranty coverage. It would be freehold homes, contract homes. So those that are being built, it could be like a standalone that is being custom built by a builder for an individual homeowner, condominiums, and then residential condominium conversion projects. And that is as of January 1st, 2018. That's where the coverage will apply. So what does the coverage really entitle for new home buyers? We can always break this down into, I think, two categories. Now, before moving in and also after moving in. Now, when it comes to before moving in, we want to talk about the deposit protection. Yes, and um, one of the big concerns we will be surprised, Terran protects up to $100,000 on a freehold homes as a deposit for people who have bought and in case of a builder goes bankrupt or builder goes breaching the contract as agreed upon with the buyer. So, you know, buyer exercises a statutory right to treat the purchase agreement as terminated. So that's how your deposits are protected. So freehold, I said, was 100000 and condominiums are up to 20000 You know, I had asked the question actually on the webinar this morning as to why only 20000 for condo purchases. And it was because there are other coverages that you have as a condo owner, um, so which would cover for 
you know, other kind of incidents where they would need more than that 20,000? Yeah, that was a good question. Yeah, so then I think next would be, I guess, delayed closing and occupancy protections. And that's basically the bill that guarantees a home that will be ready for that move-in date that it's been specified on the agreement. Now, that date can be extended under some circumstances by the builder because, truth be told, there can be always some delays. Now, if the delayed closing has been submitted to you and they don't give you enough notice to a certain extent, any time in the first year, they can actually reimburse you up to 7500 So basically maximum. maximum. Yeah. It's basically $150 a day. A day. So typically we have seen, uh, Nick, over so many projects, they all have, majority of them got delayed. Yeah. But what I've seen is, as myself being, you know, purchaser of a pre-construction condo, they normally give us three months to four months of ahead of written notice. It comes in written notices to me, as a purchaser, as well as they are sending it to our lawyers who's in their file that they have given enough time. I think they, you can repeat it for a few. It's a maximum of three times. Yes. Yeah, three times. Yeah, so if, for instance, they happen to give you a two days notice for some reason saying that I got delayed, you can basically claim this kind of protection up to 7500 This is just to help compensate in terms of you are moving in and you need like to pay for hotels or things like that for your living costs because of the delay. Yeah, it's more so, I think, very important for majority of the people who are the end users. Mm -hmm. It's important for them because they have a plan in place. But as investors, majority of the investors I have known are happy. Are very happy <laughs> because we don't want to get mortgage at this moment, and yes. especially in today's rate. Delay the better. As yeah. long as it gets built. Being a delay is a good thing for investors. Yes. It cannot be infinite times, uh, years. Uh, it has to be ready. But a couple of years delay, we love it. Because then we can also plan other investment opportunities. For sure. So just on that note, actually, just putting it into perspective, because a lot of our clients are buying pre-construction to move into themselves. So for them, and I'm currently dealing with this scenario right now, where there have been extended delays and in this scenario, the seller has to actually have the same closing date or the same possession date. So we're trying to time the sale of their property based on their occupancy on their closing. So it can prove to be a challenge, particularly after COVID. Definitely has been a challenge with extended delays on freehold properties where clients are looking to move in. So that's just putting it into perspective. And I would say for anybody that's listening that is in that scenario themselves, absolutely reach out to your real estate professionals to try and see what would be the best option for you to ensure that you're not left with either two mortgages to pay or you're not left with without a place to go to and one of your properties has not closed. I just want to say this that this morning the seminar, the webinar was so good. Deterioran people, they shared almost 40, 50 pages of slides. There's a lot of information. We can happily, you know, go over with one-on-one -on -one with anybody who's listening and want to know, learn more with one of our team members because we can't cover all of this slides right now. We're just giving a synopsis here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're just doing a high-level overview. Obviously, there's a lot of information and we're not talking about all of it. Yeah, so I think the second part would be basically after moving in and your warranty basically covers up to the first seven years of you moving in the home. And there'll be three parts of that. So they cover the first year, then the second year warranty, and then there's a third part from the third to seven year. 
So the first year warranty, what it covers is defects in work or materials and unauthorized substitution. So basically, let's say if there was chips on the countertop or it broke off cabinets, things like that, or somehow they changed your hardware floor without you knowing into laminate or colors, things like that. Those are under warranty and that you can apply for that for, for Terry on. Absolutely. And Nick, the thing is that we have we seen this scenario happening with some clients. Yes. Now, those are for mainly freehold because moving in, but condominium is, there are two types because there's an occupancy time. And then during the occupancy time, if you remember, is you don't own on, yes. as a mortgage is not kicked in, but the 30 days starts as soon as you get the key. Yes. And the 30 day is the most important part because as an investor or even an end user, you don't move in within 30 days all the time. And then there are so many things are left out. And then we have an issue, you've crossed the 30-day period. Yeah. So mainly I think like the first year warranty, like the warranty in general wants to ensure that, you know, the house is fit for living and is constructed under the Ontario Building Code and free from any major structural defects. Absolutely. Yeah, that takes us to our, the second year. No, that actually, Gita, how do we know these are the defects and what Terion has to get this fixed? I was getting to that. PDI. I was, yes, I was talking about it because I heard you mention, oh, the 30-day, and I'm like, wait a minute, we've got to go backward, a, yes. back a step. <laughs> the first important thing, even before that warranty kicks in, is the PDI, which is the pre-delivery inspection. This is actually an inspection, and this is probably the piece of Terion that we're most familiar with because we... Uh, have so many clients that are doing the PDI, sometimes with us present and other times on their own. But this is something that must be done prior to occupancy. Uh, So the builder will let you know when there is a PDI date set for you. And the purpose is really to document the condition of the unit prior to your taking occupancy. And what you want to capture is deficiencies that are incomplete, damaged, missing or non-operational. And Terion mentioned, so I think this is really important for people to note, that you cannot be detailed enough. And so really make note of every single minor detail that you notice, especially because if it comes, let's say, a year later that there's an issue that comes up, if this was actually documented on your PDI, then it becomes a lot easier for Terion to cover that under the warranty. Now, you can also, for the PDI, appoint a designate. You do not necessarily have to be present. And it is not a statutory warranty form. So that form would need to be completed after this PDI. One other thing, like I want to mention here, guys, I don't know if, if you remember the presenter mentioning, the PDI form is given by the developer. So that's from the builder side. And Terion has their own PDI form. So, you know, so that's something to know. And it's something that can be downloaded from their website so that if there's anything in addition, or if you want to actually download that in advance of your appointment, you have access to something with a lot more detail. Or you can reach our office and one of our admin will be happy to send you the link for the download or they can download for you. That's true. Let's make it even easier. We are here to help. What we actually have done too in the past is that we've went with our clients to do PDIs. Mm -hmm. So I think that's actually a good thing as well. Have a professional realtor be there with you so they know what to look for. 
I mean, like, honestly, like Gita said, you can get the checklist too. There's a checklist on Terion that you can download yourself so you know what you're checking specifically and go through the checklist. But it is something that you can do. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you guys had anything else, but I thought this was really good that there is the Ontario Builder Directory on the HCRA website. I don't know if we mentioned HCRA at all. And I'm just thinking I, I, about what the... Yes, I am. I remember what you're mentioning, Gita. I've been to that website where you can check on the repetition of the builder. So it has grading as to how many complaints they've had over the years, what issues are, have happened. So it is always a good tool to have. But the thing is, there are many builders also over the last five years are newer builders in the market. Yes. So here's it. I had a little brain freeze and... HCRA stands for Home Construction Regulatory Authority. And they basically are the regulating or the regulatory body that handles complaints against vendors and builders or any kind of illegal building that might be going on. So that's where going and checking out the Ontario Builder Directory can also tell you, A, about the builder, but how much of a warranty might be left on your property. Let's say if you're buying resale and it's under that seven years, you're now the new owner. You could go there to see, okay, well, there's actually three years of a warranty left. And the other thing is, so for people that have bought something that is less than seven years old and still under the warranty, for them to be able to transfer their name with Tarion, they simply have to email service at tarion.com. And this is along with their name and the agreement of purchase and sale. And that ensures that their name then gets transferred to Tarion. One thing I want to bring it to this podcast is that people sometimes feel, I don't know, some people do have those kind of thought process that, you know, what will Tarion do? No need to, you know, they won't be able to protect us. It's totally a wrong thought process. Anything you document in the checklist as provided, submit it with your Terion documents. Builders will respect that because they cannot get away with it. That is why they have to keep their reputation in the market. They will cover and find solutions to fix those problems. Mm-hmm. So yes, always should be not ignored, but mentioned in the forms. Any findings? Absolutely. No, that makes sense. And also we've got to keep in mind as well, of course, there are going to be some nefarious builders out there, but for the most part, they're also looking to ensure that their clients are happy because as with any business like ours, just because they're at a bigger scale, it's repeat and referral. I mean, they want to build and develop their reputation as well. Absolutely. So uh, I think we're on to the second year. Yes, the second year warranty covers, you know, the defects on like electrical, plumbing, and heating system, water penetration through any part of the property, you know, from outside to inside, exterior issues are there, and major, any of the major structure defects, like even cracks, we have seen cracks in the foundation of outside or inside, and then builders come and fix it when they're reported on Terion website. It's very simple form to make the recording on a complaint form yeah. online. Just to be clear that these do cover in the first year as well, it's just that a few things have been removed from, from the first year, and this is just a continuation yes, of the second year. Yes, and they get extended for the certain other ones. Yeah, so last but not least, of course, 
onto the third to seven. Now, this is basically defects in work of materials and result to any failure of load-bearing parts of the home. So something a little more serious of the actual integrity of the home. Defects in work materials and also anything that would basically affect the structure. This also can extend to molding as well, which what we learned as well today. Yeah. So anything that can, of course, affect your living in the home. Yeah. There was so much to learn today. I mean, guys, I was very impressed. Yeah, so this warranty, actually, they increased it. So it used to be maximum of $300,000. Good news is as of July 1st of this year, it will be up to four hundred for freehold homes. So still three hundred for condos, but it'll be increased to four hundred. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of times people are not aware of what they actually have access to. Mm-hmm. So they should take advantage of making sure that they are putting down every detail on their PDI. And then even going forward as issues come up, checking in with their realtors if they're not sure or going on to the website to see, is this issue something that I can speak to Terry on about? And these claims can be always added on addition to, for instance, if you claim for one thing and let's say a crack and somehow that crack, you claimed it 30 days later, it became a leak. You can add that on top. Yeah. Right. So it's not a one-time submission. You can actually keep adding and adding as long as it's within the warranty period. Yes. Yeah. One thing we should actually, and I don't know if any of you have had that experience or heard from any of your clients, what the process is, how easy is this process to go through with Tarion? Because obviously it was a webinar by them. They're likely not going to say if it's a complicated process. <laughs> but have you ever heard of one of your clients going through something and it's been fairly simple or not? I mean, I think it also brings it back to the builder as well, right? Because at the end of the day, it's the Tarion basically yes. just notifies the builder for the builder to fix it within a timely mm-hmm. manner. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 120 days, anything major or serious, 30 days. Worst case scenario, if the builder doesn't deliver on time, Terion can send a contractor or reimburse you for you to hire a contractor yourself to repair a certain issue. Absolutely. There will be a different scenario every time. You know, it could be pandemic or I hope not, or it could be labor shortage or any strike there or some kind of a delay. So yeah. they so they do keep that in mind, you know, based on that some process There are some limitations. I yeah. mean like seasonal as well and also like you said about strikes or anything like that. Those are something beyond their control. Seasonal being let's say driveways and they can only do it around let's say the summertime, then I believe it's up to 270 days seasonal days mm-hmm. for them to fix something that is a seasonal matter. Yeah. We yeah. always have a construction season as a fifth yeah. season in this country. That's right. Well, listen, this was I thought it was a very powerful and informative podcast because this webinar was just really had a lot of great, great information. And so always remember to please follow and share this podcast with your family and friends. If you found it helpful, comment and reach out, ask questions and make requests on topics that you'd like us to cover. Absolutely. And we are here to help. All right. See you guys next week. TR Talks is hosted by members of Team Rajpal with Remax. Rajiv Rajpal and Xerxes Barucha are brokers. Geeta Rajpal and Nicholas Sip are sales representatives, all registered with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and Canadian Real Estate Association. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not for financial or investment advice. Please do your own due diligence.